uh, our lawmakers in the United States, if they're going to read something, they really need to read this. Mm-hmm. Because it may not be right now, but the next pandemic is going to, this will come into effect. And if Absolutely, you thought it was man. bad during COVID, because right here they're saying the WHO will basically be able to overstep your government and tell you what to do. Around the world, as promised, a remnant remains who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Welcome to Remnant Podcast. Well, man, we're back again. We missed a week. We did. You know, we had a lot going on. So if you've been keeping up with us, we missed a week. But um, we're going to pick right back up where we left off. That's been a little bit since we've talked about it. I know we we covered and we're doing an episode of what we call logos life logos life and for the first three we covered this article that we've been staying with it's this article right here you can actually go back to the first video on logos life and see what it was all about or the first one on globalism in the heart of babylon i think is what we titled yep, that that's what we did and we've been covering things about the central bank and digital currencies uh that are in the making all around the world um vaccine passports just different things. It's from this article. It was five lies the globalists want you to believe, right? Yep. Five delusions. Five delusions, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. And so we're going to pick up today with the fourth one. But really, you know, they're all cross-connected. They really are. You know, you can't, Everything's it, connected. That's right. It's, it's really kind of hard to talk about one of them without talking about all of them. Almost all. So to me, the fifth one is a little bit disconnected. The Ukraine and this yeah. thing, but the four, the four, the first four is very connected, and that's why we want to do four, at least four episodes on this, right? And so today, what is it? Uh, delusion number four: the pandemic treaty will be beneficial in stopping pandemics. <laughs> it's already funny to me, honestly, just to think that paperwork and treaties and you know handshakes behind closed doors is going to stop pandemics or something. You know, I don't. I'm reading a lot of other stuff, and uh, if you just Google it, you're gonna find that oh, all this stuff is is this is that's not what's gonna happen. That's not what's gonna happen. But there's a few articles out there that people, reputable people, and they're like, wait a minute, th- this is not adding up. This is not gonna work. Yeah. So. Yeah, we was actually just talking about this at church earlier. You know, you you was bringing up that. There's some what legislation or some proposals being put forth right now that we really need to take a hard yeah. no on. Yeah, you know, uh, our lawmakers in the United States, if they're going to read something, they really need to read this mm-hmm. because it may not be right now, but the next pandemic is going to this will come into effect. And if Absolutely, you thought it was man. bad during COVID. Because right here they're saying the WHO will basically be able to overstep your government and tell you what to do, and you won't you you won't have a choice. It says, uh, "Yeah, you want to read a little bit of that yeah. to us, and then we'll, we'll unpack it." But let me say <clears throat> one thing while you get your mind set to read that. Use the word "pandemic," and a lot of people will be like, "Oh, come on, man!" But guys, it was a planned pandemic. There is no doubt about that. It was a planned pandemic. Right. At this point, that is virtually common knowledge now. At what that was at one time. They're just cons- not saying it out loud. They're not that's right. They're no not saying it out loud, but they know now that there was in 
uh, what, what, what would be the word, illegal gain-of-function research going on in these places, that it wasn't um, an accidental thing, but it was actually leaked out, the virus itself. Yes. It's an engineered thing. So, you know, and then further evidence that it was a pandemic is as soon as it was announced, all countries did, they already yep. pre-planned how we're going to handle everything. You could, yep. it, it was evident. You know, with the lockdowns and all that stuff we talked about. So, in other words, pandemic may turn some people away and they'll be like, oh, it wasn't planned. But it was. It just was. And we got, I'll tell you what, even if you don't think it was, do me this favor and think about it through the lens as if it were. At least entertain the question. Yeah. I don't know if you remember. I, I actually remember this. I think it was February when it was really starting to uh, ramp up in China. And they, they told you, they said, American people, be prepared. This will be disrupting to your lives come march mm-hmm. oh i know dude it happened it, and it in happened. march and i'll tell you what else blew my mind is before we even had any serious cases here or anything they were already saying something like two to three million people in the u.s is gonna die if we don't do lockdowns if we don't do this and it's like wait a minute man nobody's even dying yet what you know but like this the the fear propaganda the fear ganda junk was going on or fear mongering and stuff and so yeah there was not to not to mention it's not like the pandemic hit and suddenly they was like oh hey i think what if we locked people down what if we did masks no a bit of that was already in place they already yeah they already had it ready. and they was like this is how we're going to implement it step by step by step now to an extent i agree you got to have a contingency plan for all variables you know we need to have a plan of what if there is a pandemic but the way that this unfolded at this point it's common knowledge but if you still don't think it was a pandemic i'm just saying okay just entertain it as a possibility and see if the truth bears out but yeah today we're talking about this whole pandemic treaty thing you know when you was about to read that you just brought up you said the reason i brought all this out is you said when the next plan demic <laughs> planned pandemic yep comes boys we're in trouble and that's a hundred percent true yeah we're in trouble man and it's coming and it to me some of this is evidence that they know it's coming like they know they're they're putting legislation. Well, if they're, yes, if they're already getting their their T's crossed and their eyes dotted, exactly. They they know. They say, "Oh, it's going to happen. It will happen." You guys are being. That's not the right thing to say. No, <laughs> I mean you need to say. No, maybe the American people, maybe the world, because I'm not going to say American people. Maybe the world learned from the last one, and, they, and they'll know. No, they're saying it's going to happen again. Yeah, I mean they've already said it. So and well, go ahead, go ahead, and you can right, unpack so, a little bit, and then we'll talk about it. I'll read this again. Delusion number four: the pandemic will treaty will be beneficial in stopping pandemics. The World Health Organization, who met a week before the twenty seven hundred power brokers descended upon, uh, how do we say that again? It's Davos, 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 Switzerland. High on their agenda was discussion of a pandemic treaty. They sell this as something that will result in a prompt and unified response to future pandemics. However, if approved by a member nations during their May 2023 meeting, it would be given, it would get, give the who and its head absolute control over member nations in regard to what he deems as a health emergency. Should the WHO declare such a crisis, they would prescribe a mandatory 
course of action for everyone. It wouldn't matter if the president of a nation disagreed, the the dictates of the who would become law in the in his or her country should a US governor say no, the who mandates that also wouldn't matter. The who would have the power to mil to for to military forces compliance with its health dictates to militarily force compliance. Yeah. Right. The way they have it wrote. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. <clears throat> those not deceived by the agenda and techniques of the WEF won't, won't be able to resist the mandate of the who make no mistake. The globalists are liars and cold hearted murderers. Just like this, just like the spirit that that's leading them. The pandemic treaty is approved if the pandemic treaty is approved will it will kill many more people than it will protect. Yes. Yeah, you see part of what the guys touching on here is what's really behind the pandemic treaty are they is this health concerns? Actually, no, because I've been following this for a while. Right. They have met um, March 15th was the sixth time they have met over yep. this in like the last 16, 18 months, something like that. And they want to have something that's fully ratified and fully done with before 2024, which is not far away. I mean, you know, it's 2023. Oh, so. uh, we're already. Yeah. Through March. Nearly, yeah, I mean, so. if I said you got a year to live, you wouldn't be like, oh, that's plenty of time. <laughs> you know, you'd be like, uh, that's not long. So no. um, they're wanting to have the, – the thing is, okay, here's what, what's the point behind the pandemic treaty, it seems to me, is that what they're really doing is we could describe it as the World Health Organization doesn't really have any teeth behind it unless it gets a military – behind it so to speak like the world health organization three years ago let's say they just wanted to enforce it on the whole world you all have to take this vaccine well it's like all you are is just a mouthpiece that's all you are just a bunch of mouthpieces but through the pandemic treaty the united states is actually one of them they're looking at too that the how will the world health organization enforce this this squawking box, this squawk box that they've been. Yep. Oh, well, now through the pandemic treaty, the United States military will ex- essentially, during a time of pandemic, become an extension of the World Health Organization. In other words, the United States military is basically saying, we will not only are we signing the treaty, right, uh, but we will basically loan a certain amount of resources of our military to the world health organization's causes and purposes. I mean, seriously. Yeah. And so that's why the world health organization is saying publicly, they're like, no, it's not dissolving national sovereignty. Well, why are you even saying that? Why would you even have to bring that up? Well, because it is because people, that's what people are accusing them of. Yep. And then because it's what's really happening. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They want to during it exactly like that says, cause I've read, I probably read 18 pages of the minutes of their meeting that they, 
lost my train of thought right there. Okay, yes, that they during a time of which like that like they get to decide too. Yeah, what's a pandemic? What is it? When do we step in? When do we don't? But during a time of if if every country that signs this treaty is basically signing over their national sovereignty during a time of pandemic, so when there's a pandemic happening. When it comes to health things, public mandates and all that, all these countries are saying, we agree to let all that be decided through the World Health Organization because, oh, they know better and they got people around the world and, all oh, they're so smart doctors. And so it is surrendering sovereignty during a time of... Yeah. And, I mean, I know a, a good bit of the United States is already on this uh, train, we'll call it, but there's a lot that aren't. And I, I don't think this is going to go over as well right off the bat. Oh, I agree. Because no, there's, there's tons of opposition to this. I mean, for now. one, you got this is the this is a pandemic treaty being signed by the federal government, correct? Mm-hmm. Well, then you got your state government. Well, I mean, uh, they haven't signed it yet, right? But, but, but what Biden I'm saying is, is that's certainly the, acting like he's, he's going to. You know, I, what I mean, well, of course he is because yeah. he's being told he needs to. Yeah. Well, he's a globalist. He's <laughs> well, exactly. part of the club. Yeah. So, but. When it says governors, and we still have quite a bit of states that have some heavy rights governors, and that, and we still got some fee, uh, sh- some sheriffs too that will be like, ain't yeah. bringing this junk to my county. I mean, there's a lot, and the U.S. military, and there's going to be a lot that they're going to say this is just went too far. Mm-hmm. They're going to lose. They're going to lose forces. We're going to lose forces as a country. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree with you. If they tried to force this on us right now, it would be a total shutdown. But this is, I always think of this, this is the way of the serpent. Most serpents are not poisonous. They're actually constrictors. Right. So like a rat snake, it's not poisonous, but it's a constrictor. Bites a rat, curls around it, and squeezes the snot out of that thing. Yep. Okay. Well, this World Health Organization is a, a serpent. And it's a constrictor. It's not going to try and bite you with one lethal shot right off the bat. But what it's done is it wraps around a yep. little bit, a little bit of time, and lets you breathe a little bit, and it constricts a little bit until you kind of think, "Oh, it's okay. It's, it's okay. Okay, it's over." And you take that deep breath, and it, oh, it constrict a little bit, and before mm-hmm. you know it, it leaves you no room to breathe. And so I agree. Right now, there's a lot of opposition to yes. this. But I also see what this country's producing out of its high schools and stuff, and the voter demographic is changing drastically every time there's yep. somebody, some kid turns eighteen, and you know what? Give it two or three years, man, and you know, yeah. The truth of the matter is, all of this is one web that I think that leads to a mark of the beast type thing. Yeah, and I don't care. There, there might be some of you out there. Oh, the. the presidential elections right around that's not going to change a thing that's not not going to change a thing for one i'm not going to say if i'm going to say when biden signs this it's not going to be able to be reversed no even in okay so that's something that this doesn't bring up but i read it if a country that does sign it decides they want out they have to pay a fine and you you can't get out for 24 months that's a long time Two years. That's when something's going to happen. That's right. That's when something's going to happen. So if you decided, if some you know some foreign leader decides we want out of this World Health Organization thing, because there's a lot of obligations that you're signing up for when you sign this, yeah. Nationally speaking, 
And let's say they decide, no, it's too expensive, we want out. You can get out. You have to pay a fine. It's a certain percentage of the stuff you committed to do. But you have to still stay with it for two years. That's in the writing of the thing. I read it myself. There is no immediate escape. And two years is plenty long enough for them to just, you know, bring about the stupid whatever they're trying to do anyway. Once they get get people signing up for this junk. But that to me, okay, so let me ask you that question. What's this leading to in your mind? Like what? Just what are your thoughts? Other than, I mean, of course we're saying there's a conspiracy basically behind this, and it's taking away national sovereignty and all that kind of stuff. But why are they doing any of that in the first place? Control. I mean, the United States. I'm not going to speak of recent, but. You know, the history of the United States is we were a strong, free country. Other countries hated that. And they've been, from within, weakening our country. And it's all about, it's all it, to me, it's about control. Mm-hmm. I think you're probably right on the spot because, um, well, to me, what I would say is, like I said, this is all part of one web of lies and deceit. Yep. It's one spider's web that's been woven here, and the spider at the center of that web is Satan <laughs> and the Antichrist. And it's that's what I would say is it's leading. This is an obvious step leading toward the mark of the beast. However, what is the mark of the beast? But what you said is full control. Yep. It's centralized, top-down, global control. And the only reason in my mind it's coming in this route, in other words, it's coming in through this channel, through this pipe, through this highway, is because this is the only one that people would ever allow it to happen because it's the health issue. It's for your own good. It's for your health. It's for the health of your neighbor. It's for the health of the world. We're just looking out for people. In other words, it wouldn't come in through military powers threatening us. You know, no, it's going to come in through, oh, this is for the good of all people. In fact, they're calling it one world health, not just one world government. They're calling it one world health that nations have to consider the health of other nations and all this kind of stuff. And so to me, it is this is driving toward the the whole mark of the beast system. Yeah, I mean. Anybody with eyes to see can see that. And don't opinion. be mistaken. This is just what they're letting us see. There's stuff that. Oh, I know, man. What, what does the Bible say? What happens in the dark will be brought to light? Well, eventually mm-hmm. it'll be brought to light, but there's a lot going on in the dark right now. Yeah. Stuff that we. Yeah, nobody, at least I can't remember until COVID hit, actually hit the media. Mm-hmm. Did we ever hear anything about COVID? Oh, no. And it just or gain of function. Nobody heard about gain of function stuff where they was, you know, adding genetic information and all this. We didn't know that junk was going on. No. I mean, not to that extent. We Mm-mm. didn't know that. We didn't know that there's like seventeen labs around the world that's all containing junk in it that kill every man, woman, and child if the yeah. place was bombed. You know what I mean? We did, I didn't I mean yeah. I didn't know I didn't know the there United was stuff States that they knew that you knew about. 
anthrax they you yeah, know that right. exists. yeah we they, they, let, they allow you to know some stuff yeah. and that's the stuff they actually have a control on and they really don't want getting out yeah. but what they're you know the stuff that they they want to get out like covid nothing there was no because we had no one ever heard of it there was no way to squash it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and to me this whole pandemic treaty deal there's not a whole lot of say to say about it in my opinion other than what we've said this is an at the end of the day it's an attack on your personal privacy yep. and property rights and your individual liberties and freedoms and all the things the united states Const- constitution once stood for everything we've covered in that is is, is, is that exactly, exactly that it's exactly that and so what I was thinking is, rather than try and make another episode about this fifth part, we may talk about that for just a little bit, and our thoughts can drift pretty much anywhere that you want them to. But my conclusion on, I'm just going to give a conclusion on yep. this. You can give your thoughts. With the first four things that we've talked about here, it's very easy to hear this and to see all kinds of videos out there and be like, yeah, one day, one day, one day Mark Beast is going to come. This is not a one-day thing. This is like they're setting near dates in the near future. Yeah. And I'm not saying that this is the Mark of the Beast, but my friends, at some point, somebody's going to have to say, we are all going to have to say at some point in our lifetime probably, now this is the Mark of the Beast. I'm not saying this is it right here, the pandemic treaty. I'm not saying it's a central bank and digital currency, but my Lord, wake up, you know, it's pushing so, that line. Yeah, so each one of them individually may not be the mark, but what they are is, like I said, it's a serpent putting another constriction on you so that by the time... Listen, let me say it this way. Grand delusions and deceptions rarely come all at once. They come little by little by little by little by little. Yep. And it's not that you deceive yourself into doing something like this all in one moment it's like you kind of you kind of tell yourself a little you deceive yourself little by little along the way and why am i saying you deceive yourself i'm saying you know people that don't want to face those days and they don't want the mark of the beast to come which i'm one of those people we have a natural tendency to be like you know maybe this ain't it you know i mean in a lot of ways, our currency is already kind of digital. You know, I just use a card. It's got a chip on it. I put my money in the bank. This is, you know, now I just don't put my cash in the bank, but I'm still using a card, and we're already on a digital currency anyway. And so, you know, this is probably nothing to worry about. And so for the pandemic treaty, it's like, oh, well, you know, it's for the world health stuff. It's for the good of, you know, it's a Christian thing, really, isn't it? You're loving your neighbor. Your we tell ourselves one little convenient, yep. and, you know, deal after another. And we end up well. The reason that it says the world takes the mark of the beast is they're deceived. It doesn't they don't go into it eyes wide open? It says they're deceived. They don't realize that, yeah. that they have been tricked. That they've been duped. They don't realize it. And so all I'm saying is, man, there's a time to sleep, but it's not any longer. We're past those days, Alan. I really believe that. Yeah. I wish I could say that with more passion and conviction to prove it, but it doesn't matter whether or not it's true. We live in a time where I believe with all of my heart, man, you and I are going to see the mark of the beast. We're going to face that decision. Now, I'm not talking about next year. I'm right. talking about before we die. Well, no, and I'm with you. I don't want to see it, but yeah, I, don't you're, you're, I mean, you're right. Yeah. If me and you made it to 70 years old, we got 30-something years left, and 
we're going to see it. Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind. So, all right, let's jump ahead. Tell me what do you know, man, because I'm way behind on the whole Ukraine jump. You know, <clears throat> I really quit following it for, for one, I don't think our country should even be worrying about it to begin with. But from what I'm gathering is it's actually, well, no, it it is. It's weakening our military because we're sending a lot of military assets over there to help Ukraine. So if, if our country were to come under attack tomorrow, we're not at full force. Mhm. Well, it's also but, getting our country involved in something they shouldn't doesn't be, involved need to be involved in. It's I mean that's America it. needs to learn that. We are not the world moral police. And who can say that one Russia or Ukraine is any more moral or right? I mean that's two sovereign nations doing their thing. Yeah. And all we're man we that's the one thing I do perceive about this is it's like we're trying to create war. We're not trying to create peace. No. We're trying to create a war and perpetuate a war. And it seems to me like we're trying to bankrupt Russia through fighting Ukraine. That's what it seems to yeah. me like. We're, we keep funding Ukraine, sending them, stuff, sending them stuff so that Russia is having to constantly invest in supply chains and all this and being yep. dedicated to this skirmish, which is probably nothing more than really a skirmish to Russia. But it's we're, to me, it seems like we're trying to bankrupt them through we're financing this Ukraine. We're financing their enemy. However, I've said this before. If you finance my enemy, you're my enemy. Yeah. We're making we're already enemies with Russia, but I'm saying we're making it worse. Don't you think? I mean, they use this term poke the bear. Exactly. I mean, yeah, we're enemies with Russia, but we were both still in our cages and we right. were we were playing nice. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We weren't. Which is how it ought to be. Play it, nice. That's, yeah. yeah. You're, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we've we we're like I wouldn't blame Russians or Russia for sending a missile our way at this point. I wouldn't blame them. I would do it. I'm saying I would do it. That's yeah. how I think about stuff. What would I do in issues? Well, I'm not a sympathizer for Russians. It's not that. I'm not a Vladimir Putin sympathizer. It's not that. But dude, I would see, if you're sending tanks and people and hundreds of millions, actually it was billions billions of dollars and f-18 fighter jets and uh what is it depleted uranium bullets so they can pierce my tanks if you're sending all that crap to my enemy i'm gonna i'm gonna missile you man i'm sending missiles your way you know to say stop yeah and that's just my that's my friendly way of doing it that was just one missile yeah you quit your junk and i'll stop but you if you're going to keep sending them and keep sending them stuff well then i'm in war with you too you know what i mean i I just don't blame them yeah and there's and our politicians leaders of our country they know that junk they know that they know that they're picking up they know they're trying to create a war and russia and china are buddies right now and that right there is if it's not scaring you it needs to yeah because those are two pretty powerful i mean by themselves well i would say I think China's pretty powerful even by themselves. But when you team up with Russia, it's... You know, I'm, I'll be honest. I'm mostly ignorant on this issue. I have heard through news channels and stuff and through people that 
Russia and China are kind of teaming up. I don't really know exactly what that means or what that would look like. I think they have been they've had similar economic interests for a long time. Yeah. But in that sense, well, I don't blame China. I don't blame Russia. I mean, how can you blame anyone for doing what the United States did? You want I mean, every country should say, "Well, we want to grow." Yeah. You know, we we want our people to have, you know, we want our people to be basically middle-class lifestyles and we want our companies to be successful. So I don't blame them for that and but it sounds like people are saying to me that they're starting or they're talking about teaming up militarily. Is that uh, you know I'm like you what I'm seeing is okay, so China's is it president, prime minister, how is it I don't know, president was a emperor man, I don't know. They get, um, you know it's all he the same actually thing. visited they're big kahuna. He visited. Uh, What's his name? Jinping or something? Jing Ping? Wing Jing Wing. You know, they got one of them Chinese something or another. But oh, he visited man. Russia. I know that. Now, yeah. I don't know what the basis of their meeting was. But if it if it had been any other time of year, I mean, if it had been any other time, I don't think we would I would I wouldn't looked at it twice. But the fact of what's going on right now. Well, see, too, you're, I mean, I think you're right. It, he made a statement. What that statement is, I don't know. But the way that politicians and world leaders and people in positions of wealth and power look at something is they know that every move that they make publicly, mm-hmm. in their minds, that's how they make a statement. That's, how, that's literally how they make a statement. Well, just like Joe Biden went to Ukraine. Yep. What'd they talk about there? Don't matter. He made a statement. He made a statement to Russia. He may not even. Be, they may have just talked about that's the what I'm weather. Saying. They um, may have went and had eggs and bacon. But Joe Biden knows, and everybody that's worth their salt in politics knows, everything you do publicly is a statement to people. They will see through. You know, they'll see into this or whatever. And so China, the, uh, whatever his name, Jing Jinping, if he went to Russia publicly, openly like that, and it was known, yeah, he made a statement. Because it's in meetings like that where deals are made. Yep. And him, you know, that being public knowledge, it insinuates to me that there's a possible political aligning going on with Russia there. That it may be more than maybe more than just economic. Yeah, I mean, who's to say? Time will tell. Yeah, yeah. If you look into World War Two and all the nations that ended up in war there, people think World War Two. They think Holocaust, and that's certainly part of it. But Japan ended up more. I mean, it was it was like 17 countries ended up more, and it's like, where did this come from? I mean, I thought Hitler invaded Poland. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. But war broke out. Well, how did we end up with Pearl Harbor then? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, Hitler invades Poland. World War II breaks out. He's persecuting Jews. Next thing you know, Pearl Harbor happens. The Japanese people are bombing Americans. You know what I mean? Oh, next thing you know, nine months later, oh, we dropped two nuclear bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And all of that was because of this posturing that had happened for the years leading up to that. That's what I'm saying. These companies, these nations, I mean, aligning with these nations and these nations. And if you're going to finance my enemy, then you're my enemy. Okay, so who's on the side of the Axis powers? Who's on the side of the Allies powers? That's what's happening, I'm saying. Yeah. There's a lot of posturing going on. It's just a screensaver deal. I know, but it's like, you know, we're worried about losing audio now because it's happened two or three times. I've been keeping an eye on it. Um, well, anyway, that's what it seems like to me. 
is some some posturing for future yeah. possibilities. And there was something that they said here, though. I wanted to actually read their fifth delusion because... Well, that this is the, the delusion. Right I know. Oh. Defeating Russia in Ukraine will lead to peace. That's the delusion. Oh, yeah. And it won't lead to peace. He's it, right. If you're watching, even the media is not... I mean, you could tell right now there's no peace in that at all. Well, even if we defeat Russia or Ukraine defeats Russia, we defeat Russia through Ukraine. That's what he's saying. Even if that happens, still won't have world peace. And he's right. No, yeah. Yeah, he's dead on. Yeah, he's right. It's not going to lead to peace. And really what we're doing right now is going to lead to a major war. And, you know, I I don't want to go on and on about it because I'll leave people that have followed this more and know more about it to comment yeah. on it. Honestly, like you said, I don't even think it really plays into the other four. Yeah, I don't For either. Us. Yeah. Um, I think he probably put that on there because it helped it get – Not recent notoriety or whatever or attention because it's you know Ukraine climate. Well, but well, yeah, because that's in the actual news. You're not seeing a lot of this other stuff, and it is happening. When we started this article, it was like a week old, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's been a month ago. Yeah, yeah, and and the thing is, you're right. The CBDC stuff it is in the news, but people don't understand it when they they don't even want to hear it because they don't understand what they're hearing vaccine passport stuff they're like i don't get all that but ukraine war they're like oh yeah i want to know what's going on over there we sent these 40 tanks over you know they want to know yep and so i think that's probably why a guy put it in the article and, you know honestly this is probably least informative i have been so far but i don't know that much about this stuff because to me this stuff is it's all just smoke and mirrors it's all just distractions from the real truth here well okay then we're gonna go ahead and cover something that you do know okay you're listening to us and and this stuff is um it's scary to think about, but we do have hope. Mm-hmm. For those of us in Christ, we have joyous hope. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I say it all the time, but if you get in your, if you get in your Bibles and it, you will see what the hope is. That's right. And... You do what's commanded of you. Mm-hmm. And even if we start seeing this, if you continue to profess Christ and you're doing like you're supposed to, don't let don't let something like this change your faith. Oh, absolutely. In in God. Because it's all part of the plan. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if anything, this should strengthen your faith in God. It's Christ yeah. that told us this stuff was coming. It, you know what I'm saying? It's right there. It's right. It's in the book. I mean, if you look, with the, look. all the things that are going on, right. you, know, country, you know, countries. He said it. Yeah. 2,000 years ago, yeah. he said, nation will rise against nation, yep. kingdom against kingdom. There'd be pestilence, which is the word plagues. Yep. There'll be plagues, famines, food shortages, we could say. Yep. Earthquakes, which are happening like Earthquakes, crazy. yes. Terrible. And he said, you're going to be hated of all nations for my name's sake. So yep. it ain't no reason to back up on faith, man. It's nope. a reason to grow in faith. Yeah. Yeah, you really do. You got to, it should strengthen you. Mm-hmm. It really should. And if it's going to, 
If you if you don't want like listening to it on the media, shut shut the TV off and read your Bible. Yeah, because the, the Bible's telling you what's going on anyway. It's telling but, you the truth about what's going on. Exactly. Yeah. It's <laughs> this is going to save your life. CNN won't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was thinking about this stuff, and I was I was down on my knees praying this morning actually, and I I just I was thinking, Lord, give me the strength to not turn from your word at all like it's so okay so you know we went out yesterday and done some street interviews yep and we asked a lot of men a lot of questions and most of the men were just unwilling to to just they would just say well you know i feel like i believe you know and that's my opinion and there was a couple of men that was like no i don't think women should be on the front lines of battle Mm-mm. they just write out what they believe and i liked that yeah, you know, you could ask people, you know, do you think God exists? And they might be like, oh well, you know, I th- I think He does, but that's just my opinion. That's how I was raised. It's like that's kind of what I'm getting at when I say not turning from the Word at all. You know, the the Bible teaches us certain things, and it teaches them very plainly. Yes, you know, like all that will live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. Or you know, if, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. It teaches us certain things. It's yep. clear. It's obvious. And there's no debating it. And on those things and the thing, the truth of Christ, man, when we're asked, if we're ever interviewed one day, what I hope to be able to say when they ask me questions is even I don't I don't care because, like, if I know, oh, man, there's a lot of people watching in this crowd that ain't going to like this answer. Yeah. I want to have the courage to just say, now, that's what the Bible says. That's what I believe. And that's exactly. what I'm holding to. I ain't going to water it down. Yeah. I know half of you out there don't agree with me, but I'm not going to back down in fear. Well, you know, you look. This is kind of, and I don't know if you realize that this happened, but back when Duck Dynasty was popular, they kicked Phil, the patriarch of the family, off the show. No, I didn't know that. Because he said, he, he spoke out against that stuff. He goes, it it says it in here. No, mm-hmm. this is wrong. And they're like, look, we're not going to put you on the show anymore. Mm. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he stood up. Good A job, lot of people Phil. didn't like him. And they, you know what? That's that's what gets me. <clears throat> The mainstream media doesn't like what he has to say about same-sex mm-hmm. partnership, about... Um, well, any of the truth. Well, yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. he says it anyways on yeah. the mainstream media, and and it and it and he thinks, they mm-hmm. think, because a lot of times people get in front of the camera, they... Oh, yeah, exactly. They'll back down. They'll they, the, that's they, right. They just tell you what, they, what you want to hear. You know, and keep you happy. No, it feels like, and they look, they're like, they don't know how to take him. Mm-hmm. It shocks them mm-hmm. because. Because he's not afraid to. No. That's, I was thinking about today and we're wrapping up, but I, I preached a message today about false prophets and I ended up being too long winded and I didn't get to close on some things. But the true prophets of God, well, I'll tell you what separated them from everybody else is they told the truth of the word of God and they stuck to it even when it hurt. Whereas the false prophets, they may know what the Bible says, but they're like, but I'm not going to say that because it's going to hurt my economy or it's going to hurt me or they're going to persecute me. And so the true prophets were so courageous. It makes me think about Joshua, who's not really called a prophet, but the book of Joshua, he was told because he was trans, he was the one after Moses and he was going to lead the children of Israel into the promised land. And he was told to be strong and of good 
courage and to not turn at all from the word of God and yep. that God would be with him. But if he turned at all, God wouldn't wouldn't be with him, you know. And it's the same with us. We're really taught that in the New Testament, man. And I even tell my wife this a lot when we're doing podcasts or something. And I really want to I want us to put it into practice. The people don't need to see and they don't need if you're going to be a leader at all and you are, but if you know if you're going to be a leader at all, they don't need to see that cowed Oh, well, you know, I know people ain't going to like it. We don't need to water this down. That's right. That's what I'm saying. We can't water it down. For yes. our sake and for our listeners' sake, anyone who listens to this, we don't like talking about same-sex relationships. We re- I mean, or I really don't. this stuff, really. I really don't. But, yeah. And right now we're in Romans in our Bible study, which we're getting ready to start here in a little yeah. bit. But we just passed through all that, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. – it seems like it keeps coming up, but for some reason, that's a very... Well, it's because of the times we live in. It's it not is. like we want to bring it up. Well, the no. Bible deals with the days that we live in, and so the Bible has something to say about yeah. it, and it's the time we live, and you know it's going to come up, but it's not just that. The transgender junk is going to come up. The relative truth movement is going to oh, come up. There's everything. so many things yeah. that's going to come up, but that's kind of what I was getting at, is what does the Bible mean to not turn to the right or to the left at all? What it means is don't water it down any at all. Right. That's what it means. It doesn't own. It doesn't only mean, you know, that somebody just completely went against the word. No, it even means don't water it down, Joshua. That's I mean, that's literally what he's saying, yep. Joshua. Yep. Don't water it down. Don't soften the truth nope. for the people. You just tell them the truth, man, and and God will be with you, you know, and God will be with the people because they'll know the truth then, you yep. know. And so, yeah, that's what I wanted to leave us with is I don't want to be one of those afraid to answer the question people, whether people's going to like it or not. If I know for sure the Bible teaches, I'm saying exactly. I'm going to say what it is. So. so we're closing out. I do want to say this. Please remember that God controls all the outcomes of those plotting to destroy us. Oh, that's true. It really is. And uh, one more, and I, I agree with this too, all this stuff going on, this is God warning us. Yeah. The 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 Lord is is warning mankind and the church in particular of his coming. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean it's the signs. It's yeah. It is. He, he told us the signs that would happen and he's showing us these yes, signs. It is. And we have eyes to see these signs. And yeah, Christ is 120,000% coming soon. There's no doubt, you know. He, he doesn't want he doesn't want you to go to hell. He doesn't want no one to go to hell. No. He wants all of his children with him. And that's why there's the ones that are out there that have been dedicated followers for years. There's ones who, like myself, not as long. And I've I've gotten more into the word in the last four years than I'd ever been. And it's opened my eyes mm-hmm. a lot. But that's, and that's why I believe that us doing this podcast, you know, I, I'm trying, we're trying to get the same thing out there. Yeah. Christ honestly is the answer for every one of these five warnings right here. Yep. Oh, there's a CBDC coming. What do I do? Turn to Jesus. Oh, there's a vaccine passport. Well, they turn to Jesus Christ. I mean, at the end of the day, guys, if you die, you're all going, we're all going to die in this world yep. one way or another. One way or another. What matters is where, what you, where are you going in the next world? Yep. You know what I'm saying? 
So if I have to lose 10 years of life here because I stood for truth, but I gained the next world, that's so my, be it. So be it, man. That's it. Yeah. All right. So remnantpodcast.net. And you can find us on YouTube, Remnant Podcast, whatever. I'm good. You good? We're good.